Hello, this is Tabernacle of Hope International Church Podcast, the undiluted, powerful Word of God, brought to you by the Senior Pastor, Reverend Emmanuel Atobra. Listen to today's Word and be empowered. Stay tuned. Hallelujah. So therefore, this evening, I welcome everybody. And those who are here to join us, you are most welcome. All right. So last week, we... I want to take our time and recap on what we, or what the Holy Spirit or the weather came to us or the teaching of the weather came to us last week. And that had to do with, we were talking about those who are ignorant. Those who are ignorant, even before we moved into uh, our topic for, or our new, our new topic that we were sharing. I just want us to recap, just so we can refresh our minds for the, for the opportunity of those who were not able to join us last week. Omar, I'm going to be on last week, we just want to recap, we have a bit of time to recap, refresh our minds before we move into today's, into today's topic. Hallelujah. And last week, we've been stressing or we've been talking about the Christ-like characteristics. There were so many things that he did. And it is important for us to always also learn from the things that Jesus Christ had to go through with his life on earth. Hallelujah. And these are things that we have to learn. And we said that Jesus Christ was the best teacher of loyalty. Our Lord Jesus Christ was the best teacher of loyalty. And he was loyal to his father and to his father's visions. There was a reason why God, um, Jesus Christ came on earth. He came through the will of God. Therefore, he didn't have to deviate on his missions. But he had to do the will of God. Amen. And Christ is the person that we must all look up to. That is the reason why we've been studying extensively about loyalty in the youth ministry. Hallelujah. Now, in Hebrews 1 verse 3, you see, what we, we, we made mention was that let us be devoted and loyal in every aspect of our lives. Wherever you find yourself, be faithful at the things that are given to you. Wherever you find yourself, it will not be ministry alone. It may not be church alone. But whatever you are doing, always remember to walk in loyalty. Be devoted and loyal in every aspect of our lives. And then we moved on. We're just recapping to refresh our minds. We moved on to the Christ-like characteristics. Yakasa characteristics are because we are saying that we look up to our Lord Jesus Christ and many of the things that he came on earth to do, no, and no being able to see Now, the first thing we mentioned was that a person who openly acknowledges his father, a person who openly acknowledges his father, anywhere you, anywhere you find yourself, openly, you're not going to mention any other name apart from your leadership's name. You see, when you're walking in the spirit of loyalty, just as our Lord Jesus Christ was doing, he didn't come to mention his name and say that I, I, I. No, he said, my father, my father, doing the will of God. He's always acknowledging his father. Even though he was almighty and, and could do so many things and could do more than the miracles that he did on earth, no? He, 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 he will never forget to acknowledge that it was his father. It was the will of his father that he came to do on earth. 
Amen. The second point is that a person who does only what he sees his leader doing, a person who does only what he sees his leader doing is walking in the Christ-like characteristics. You see your father walking in loyalty, you are also walking in loyalty. You see your father speaking the truth, you are also speaking the truth. And when you are assisting your father, there are many things that you can do. You can do what you think is right or what you see your father doing. Amen. And we took our scriptures from John chapter 5, from verse 1 to 3, and then verse 5, and then verse 8, and then verse 13. And, and we summarized it by saying that Jesus did exactly what he has seen his father do, and he was a successful minister. That is why it is important to take instructions from leadership. Till it is important to take instructions from leadership. What it means is that you are doing what he has asked you to do. And when it happens that way, you are doing what he is also doing. That is why even in the world, we have people who follow people and they are loyal to them. Are you there? Amen. A third point, I'm just recapping on the Christ-like characteristics, just to refresh our memory about the things that our Lord Jesus Christ came to do in, the, in his walk in loyalty, in his mission. Number three, a person who does not seek his own will but the will of his leader. A person who does not seek his own will. Hello? That is what he comes to do. A person who does not seek his own will. I have been given power. I have been given anointing to heal, to, to deliver people. So I am coming to do what I want to do. No, it means you're walking in disloyalty, but you are coming to do the will of he who has sent you. Are you there? Amen. Number four, a person who does not bear witness of himself. A person who does not bear witness of himself. Um, because you're not praising himself, he's not exalting himself. He doesn't say I, I, I. No, it's not so. When you bear witness of yourself, you promote and exalt yourself. The loyalty of Jesus Christ, he exalted his father and spoke constantly of where he derived his authority. Are you there? The loyalty of Christ. He exalted his father and spoke constantly of where he derived his authority. It means that authority can be given to you, but it depends on how you are acknowledging where the authority or the delegated power is coming from. It is important because, you see, this is the time that we need to learn and understand so many of these things because there will come a time that you'll be given certain roles to play. You see, that is called promotion. Wherever you are, no, another, another um, role be given to you to play. It means you have moved on from a different stage. But be very careful that you don't take advantage of that position and begin to feel that you have arrived. Be careful you don't take advantage and say that now I have power because I've been promoted. And start speaking on your own, at your own will and be saying that it is I, I, I. No. Always acknowledge your boss. Always acknowledge where the promotion is coming from. Always acknowledge where the power has been given to you is coming from. That is what will make you continue to move forward. 
Because number one, you're walking in the spirit of humility. Number two, you're walking in obedience. And number three, you're walking in loyalty. Are, are, are you with me? Great. Number four. Oh, sorry, number five. A person who does not allow the words of men to influence him. A person who does not allow the words of men to influence him. We took our scripture from John chapter 5, 34. A leader must be very careful what men say to him. We are all born leaders. My brother, my sister, listening to me. We are all born leaders. It's just a matter of time for it to be, to be, to, to be exposed to us to know that we are all born leaders. So we have to be very careful what men say to us. Human beings can misdirect you into making you think that you can do it by yourself and not submit to any man because you are anointed. Hello? You see, and like our senior pastor keeps saying, which he reiterated last week Sunday, or say, perfume is not meant to be drunk; it is meant to be smelt. It's a fragrance. So the moment you begin to drink perfume, disaster is setting in because you are you are messing up your system. You are messing up your system. So we don't need to allow the words of men to influence us when we get to a certain level. You have the best voice in church. Plus you minus you, the work of God will go on. But don't allow the words of men to make it seem as if that, oh, oh, you are powerful. Oh, your words, the way you sing is so powerful. When you sing, there's so much anointing. When you sing, you draw us closer. When you are coming to sing, you are not singing based on whom you are acknowledging to have given the anointing to sing, but you are singing based on your own ability. My brother, my sister, let us be very careful and not allow the words of men to influence us. And like I'm saying, we are all born leaders. It's just a matter of time. And that is what we are going to find out if you are, still, you are going to be in the same position that you were before you were given that promotion. Tibiana woman say Emma's a promotion. There will be a test of time to be sure. Say, hey, with all the anointing and with all the power that God has given to you, know, you are still walking in humility. That will be our portion. Can I hear an amen? Hallelujah. Number six, a loyal person does not does not seek to impress people. A loyal person. We are a Kenyan and some are Kenyan, and these are some of the characteristics of our Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't bear witness of himself. He didn't allow the words of men to influence him. He didn't, he didn't uh, 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 seek to impress people. Amen. A loyal person does not seek to impress people. Whatever you are doing, when it comes to the things of God, when it comes to ministry, any position that is given to you, no, don't don't do it because you are doing it for man. Do it because you are doing it because. Amen. 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 
Don't forget, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago or months ago, we talked about those who forget. Those who forget. So you see, all these things are in line. It's, it's a connect. It's a connect. Those who are proud, those who forget, those who accuse, those who are ignorant, you know, all of that. Nina is in line to being loyal or being disloyal. So we should not seek to impress people. A loyal person does not try to impress others because one dangerous trait for leaders to have is to desire to impress people. And our senior pastor has said this before that he's not there to impress anybody in the church. He's there to, to, to do the will of God because he's a servant of God. He's the chief servant of the ministry. So he's not there to come in to do things to impress us. No. It is for God to say, you have done well, faithful servant. So in whatever you find yourself doing, you know, if you're doing something and doing it well, don't receive too much applause from men. Not for man. Man will always say, oh, oh, and why And they hey, today you sang the anointing was too much. My God. And And Know that it is from a different source. And you need to acknowledge the source and be grateful to the source and not to do things to impress people. Are you there? Number seven, a loyal person seeks only the approval of his leader. A loyal person seeks only the approval of his leader. John 5, 532, a loyal person knows that it is what his father says that really matters. And many may disapprove of you, but with God's approval, you are going places. Just as I was saying, you see, he has come back. We must realize and know that it is God who opens certain doors of opportunities and closes others. Everything about ministry is God. Are you there? Number eight, which was the last point, and that was how we ended on those who are ignorant. They say a loyal person loves his leader and loves the Lord. A loyal person loves his leader and loves the Lord. Hallelujah. So whatever, or when there's genuine love within an association, a group or a church, there is a bond which is difficult to break. We have become a tight force. We have become a formidable team. You see, when you are doing everything as a team, nothing, nothing can come in between. Because we love our leader. However, our leader is, we love him. We'll shut you down. Sunday, a senior pastor was saying that we should learn to say, get out. When you come from outside and you want to come and spoil the team, now because say, get out. Because you're not a part of us. Hallelujah. So things are kept together by bonds and love is as, a, as strong as death. So there's a bond that cannot be easily broken. So we love our leader. Let us be faithful and loyal to him. We love our leader. Let us be faithful and loyal to him. We are working faithfully with leadership, not because of the things that we can get from him, but rather the love that we have for him. Can I say that again? We are working faithfully with leadership, not because of the things that we can get from him, 
but rather the love that we have for him. Amen. And that was how we ended on those who are ignorant. So I believe that you have been refreshed on how we ended on those who are ignorant, talking about the characteristics of our Lord Jesus Christ with his loyalty on earth. Amen. And then we started off with a new topic. We started off with a new subject, I would say. A new subject. Those who leave you. Those who leave you. Now, who are those who leave you? Who are those who are with you and now leave you? That is a question you need to be asking. And only assemble also be said. Who are those who are close to you? Who are those who are in a relationship with you and now have left you? And what is the reason for leaving you? They need to know what to be And then Amen. Those who leave you. People leave for certain reasons, which I started with last week. Sometimes it's either say it is for good, it is for your own good, or it could be for the bad. Truth is parallel. Until it could be for good or it could be for bad. Now, you may find yourself in a relationship and after some time, the person that you are very close with unceremoniously leaves you. And you don't understand. You don't understand. But there's a reason why that person has left you. There's a reason why the person left you. Are you there? Now, others may leave you for your own good. And when you move on to a different chapter of your life, definitely there are certain people who will have to fall off along the way. Are you there? When you see, life they say is in stages and men are in sizes. Every stage of your life, there are certain people you meet along the way. Some would stay, some would just come, pump some, pump some um, um, ideas, pump some, um, some principles. They come and give you some ideas. They come and bless you and then they leave along the way. It is for your good. Some will also come along the way. They have to leave you and you don't understand. But it's important for us to base everything that we are saying biblically or in ministry. Jesus Christ said something profound to his disciples during his last days. I want us to go back to that word and then we shall continue. So let's go to the book of John chapter 14. John chapter 14, verse 15. John 14, verse 15 to 18. Jesus Christ said something, and I want us to read it. John 14, verse 15 to 18. Or say, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. It means that Jesus Christ is a comforter. But he's saying that he shall give us another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. So you see, Jesus Christ's mission on earth was for a season or was for a time. He was not going to stay on earth forever, but within a certain period of time. But whoever is coming to us now is going to live with us or abide with us forever. Hmm. that ye may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not, neither knows him, but you know him, for he dwells in you and shall be in you. Verse 18, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. This is what Jesus Christ was saying. 
So Jesus Christ at some point had to leave the disciples. It's your for no so John Moho. But answer no be John Moho. He assured them, said, Obe signed it. And I said, there's going to be a comforter. It means that Jesus Christ, he was a comforter to the disciples. So he leaving the disciples was for a good purpose because now Sunday, a comforter, I don't know the other bit, check was as you for the rest of their lives now. And I'm not over. Are you there? Good. And then the same John 14, let's go to 25 and 26. So John 14, 25 and 26. See, These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you, but the comforter, who is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. I believe somebody's understanding. Jesus Christ was leaving the disciples. Are you there? Let me read it again. 25. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with me. But the comforter, who, who is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. And, and bring all things to your remembrance. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. Verse 27. Was peace I live with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. So there's always a reason someone will leave you either good or bad. Now, this is just a background for us to understand those who leave you, the reasons why they leave you or the reasons why people who have been with you for a long period of time would have to leave you. Now, moving down or moving down um, further, there are reasons why God allows people to leave you. Hello? There are reasons why God allows people to leave you. When you are growing a plant, especially back in the day when we used to learn about agriculture, you see, it's going through stages in growth. You notice that the time that the seed is now germinating and growing, that we can see it sprouting out of the ground. No? These weeds that are around the, the plants, if those weeds are not uprooted, they will come and then make sure that the growth of the plant is not as normal as it is. It becomes abnormal. And that is a stage. And when it even grows to a certain point, you know, the leaves, some of the leaves will be dried and wither, even though it's part of the tree, but they have to fall to make way for new ones to also sprout and help the tree to grow and grow properly. Because don't forget that it is receiving the fertilizer, it is receiving the manure, it is receiving the water, it's receiving sunlight to go through the process of osmosis and the photosynthesis and all of that. But there are certain things that need to come out of the weeds of the plant. Yes, sir. So God is saying that 
he will allow certain people to leave you for certain reasons. Are you there? He will allow certain people to leave you for certain reasons. So if the plant that is growing with the weeds around it, there is no way that you expect the plant to grow as healthy as it is. It might be going through this, the process of photosynthesis. It might be going through the process of osmosis. It might be going through the process of, you know, how the, 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 the plant has to grow in terms of having sunlight and water and all of that. But the weeds around the plant you know, will not allow it to grow because the weeds are also taking place in the roots and they are closer to the roots of the plant. Are you there? So God is saying that he will allow certain people to leave you in a, at a certain point in your life. So as you go along, I believe that we shall receive more understanding or understanding will be enlightened. Amen. There are several reasons why the Lord will allow people to leave you and even hurt you at some point. Number one, the Lord may allow people to leave you to correct a foundational mistake in ministry. If you are noting down, let me repeat it. The Lord may allow people to leave you to correct a foundational mistake in ministry. Now, a very practical example is Abraham. God told him to separate himself from his family and to go on a long journey to an unknown land. But instead, till instead of separating himself from his family as God had told him or instructed him, Abraham went along with some family members and the notable and notable amongst them was Lot. Let us go into the word. Let us go into the word. Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. There are reasons why God will allow certain people to leave you. The first reason is that the Lord may allow people to leave you to correct a foundational mistake in ministry. So the practical example we are using is Abraham. Now, Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. Are you there? I believe somebody is there. Verse 1. Now the Lord said unto Abraham, Get you out of your country, and from your kindred, and from your father's house, unto a land that I will show you. Are you there? Good. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get you out of your country, number one. And from your kindred, number two, and from your father's house, number three, unto a land that I will show you. Now, I'm just trying to build on something for us to understand. So let us move into Genesis chapter 13, verse 1. Into your free Genesis 12, echo Genesis 13, verse 1. And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and lot with him into the Negev. Hello? Good. This is just to understand. We'll move further in and then we'll have a clearer understanding. All the problems that Abraham had on his journey can be traced to the presence of Lot in his life. But God didn't say you should go with Lot. Now, we need to understand. That is why there's a reason why the first instance or the first point we've noted is that God will allow people to leave you to correct a foundational mistake. Now, let us notice some of the problems that Abraham went through because of Lot. Same Genesis 13, verse 7. 
verse 7. <clears throat> Sorry, verse 7. And there was a strife between the heads, the headmen of Abram's cattle and the headmen of Lot's cattle and the Canaanites and the Perizzites dwelt then in the land. Verse 8. And Abram said unto Lot, let there be no strife, I pray you, between me and you. And I remember a senior pastor made this comment two weeks ago and said, let there be no strife between me and you. So my brother, my sister, whoever, whoever you are listening to me from, let there be no strife. If you can say that alongside, let there be no strife between you and me. Amen. And between my head men and your head men, for we are brethren. We are brethren. So let there be no strife. Amen. Abraham had problems of strife and confusion because of Lot. And he eventually had to separate from his relatives because of Lot. Hello? Now, let's go to Genesis chapter 14. Genesis chapter 14, verse 1 to 16. Because of time, I read very quickly. And it came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shina, Ariok, king of Elasa, Chedaloama, king of Elam, and Teda, king of Goin, that these made these made war with Bera, king of Sodom, and with the and with Bisha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, and Shemeba, king of Zeboam, and the king of Bela, which is Zoar. All these were joined together in the valley of Sidim, which is the salt sea. Verse four. Twelve years they served Shedaloama. Shedaloama. And in the 13th year, they rebelled. Now, I want us to go a little further for us to understand something. So let's go to verse, verse 14. No, verse, 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 12, verse 10. And the valley of Sidon was full of bitumen pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled and fell there. And they, and they that remained fled to the mountain, and they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah, and all of their provisions, and went their way. And they took Lot, Abraham's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom and his goods and departed. And there came one that had escaped and told Abraham the Hebrew, for he dwelt by the oaks of Mamre, the Amorites, brother of Eshel and brother of Anna. And these were allies with Abraham. And when Abraham heard that his brother had taken, was taken captive, he armed his trained servants born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. Verse 15, and he divided his forces against them, he and his servants by night, and smote them and pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother, Lot, and his goods, and the women also, and the people. Verse 14, verse 17, sorry, or oh, verse 16. Okay, so you see, let me read the verse 16 again. And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother, Lot and his goods, and the women also, and the people. So Abraham fought a war he would have never fought because of Lot. Are you there? Abraham had to rescue Lot from the king again. It doesn't end there. Then let's go to Genesis chapter 18. You see, just because of one mistake from Abraham by sending Lot along when God had given an instruction. Genesis 18. Genesis 18, verse 23. 
Genesis 18, verse 23. And Abraham drew near and said, will you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there be 50 righteous within the city. Will you also destroy? He was asking, he was, he was having, he was pleading, he was pleading to God for the life of Lot. Let us continue. For the 50 righteous that are there, that be far from you to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked, that be far from you, shall not judge of all the, all the earth to right. And the Lord said, if I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I'll spare all the places, all the place for their sakes. Let us move to 30. And he said unto him, oh, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Suppose there shall 30 be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find 30 there. And he said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Suppose there shall be 20 found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for 20's sake. Verse 32. And he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak yet but this once. Suppose 10 shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. Verse 33. And the Lord went his way as soon as he had left speaking with Abraham. And Abraham returned unto his place. Now, Abraham had to intercede specially because of Lot. Are you there? Abraham had to intercede specially because of Lot. And Abraham had to save his nephew from the destruction coming upon Sodom and Gomorrah. So you see what Abraham had to go through. Now, this is what is called a foundational mistake. From the root of the matter, no, be a part of the journey. So a mistake is made at the beginning of ministry, and it usually is made out of fear. Even though I've given an instruction. So if I don't take this person with me, you are now, you know, doing things out of fear because of the things that they will say against you. Forgetting that there's a reason why God had given that instruction. Are you there? This mistake can cause the wrong person to be attached to you and in all that you do. Can I say that again? This mistake can cause the wrong person to be attached to you and in all that you do. So if God does not remove this person from your life, you will do your entire training or ministry with heaviness and bedding around your neck. That is why there are reasons why God will allow certain people to leave you or to separate yourself from certain people. And I was giving a scenario about how the tree or a plant has to grow. If a plant has to grow, it starts from the roots. It starts as a seed and begins to germinate. Don't forget that whilst a plant is germinating, other, other, other plants and other weeds will also be fighting to germinate alongside. But if you are not careful, those plants that are, those weeds that are growing alongside the plant, they become a burden to the growth of the plant. Therefore, the way it's supposed to grow, it cannot grow that way. You may be receiving the sunlight, you may be receiving the air, you may be receiving all the process you have to go through to grow. But because of that foundational, uh, uh, um, foundational, mess up or foundational mistake that has started with the root need to know if you're not careful you will grow and grow alongside with the root anyway but you might not be able to grow just as you are supposed to grow so it is important that at some point in life like i said life is in stages 
at every stage, there are certain people who would have to leave you. There are others who would have to still come and join you. But you don't keep everybody around you forever. And our Lord Jesus Christ even said it, that even as he leaves, he's going to come with a comforter. He's not leaving us comfortless. So our Lord Jesus Christ on earth no, was a comforter to the disciples and even to many. But I'll say, corner or corner. Or send the Holy Spirit ever. And this Holy Spirit is going to abide with us and even try and put us in remembrance of the things that he has already taught us. Are you there? The things he has taught us now, the Holy Spirit is coming back to re remind us. So Jesus Christ leaving the disciples or leaving earth, no, it, was for a good, it was for a good purpose because there was going to be another comforter. Hello? There was going to be another comforter who was going to comfort us for the rest of our lives. Hallelujah. So, like I'm saying, if God does not remove that person from your life, or if certain things are not taken out of your life, or as you are growing, because you have gotten to a stage of your life, if those things are not taken away, you are going to be burdened in growth. That is why when you, when you receive Christ, the things you used to do, you don't do them anymore. The people you used to work with, you don't work with them anymore. The Bible says that if a man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. Because you, you have entered into a new covenant. You have entered into a new era, a new space. And you need that, that growth. You need that nurturing with the word of God to grow. But if you don't have it and you feel that you need to go back into the world and be dilly-dallying and be going and coming, you know, your growth will be, will be hindered. You'll be malnourished into because you're not growing normally or you're not growing as you're supposed to grow. Are you there? So, because of time, this is just the beginning of the things you're talking about, about those who leave you. And we have stated that there are reasons why people would have to leave you, especially why God would allow certain people to leave you. And we have talked about, practically talked about um, Abraham in the Bible. And the reason why he had to go along with Lot and the burden that he had to be going through along the journey. But in all these things, God was still with him. Hallelujah. So this is where we are going to end our session for today. And I'd like to borrow my senior pastor's words that I'm not out of words. I am out of time. And I believe that by the special grace of God, God willing, next week, we shall move further into the reasons why God will allow certain people to leave us. Some, and for some, it will be for your own good. Hallelujah. So we want to thank God this evening for such a wonderful time that he has given to us. Our Lord Jesus Christ is always the reason for this gathering. And we thank God for the Holy Spirit for directing us and taking us through this wonderful teaching service. And I know that you have been blessed even by going or listening to this teaching of God's word. We thank God so much for this opportunity. And also want to thank God for the life of the life patron of the youth ministry, our leadership, our senior pastor, for this great opportunity that has been given to us every Tuesday, even to join in. And we thank God so much. It is and will always be a blessing. That God bless you so much for this wonderful opportunity. Hallelujah. And also, God bless you for being a part of this wonderful gathering. God richly bless you. Father, we thank you for this evening. 
We thank you for the blessing through the teaching of your word. May we continue to walk in the spirit of loyalty, walk in the spirit of obedience, and walk in the spirit of humility. Thank you for the, the life patron of this ministry. Thank you for the youth ministry. And thank you for Tabernacle of Hope International Church as a whole. And we thank you for what you have done for us, what you are doing for us, and what you are yet to do for us. May my Lord mesh ourselves in the blood of Jesus. And may we be a blessing. May we be a blessing. May we be a light to many. Father, we thank you and we bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So God richly bless you for being a part of this session. Hallelujah. And I also want to remind us that this coming Sunday, we have a wonderful memorial service for the late or celebration of life for the father of our senior pastor. On Sunday, we're going to have a memorial and a Thanksgiving service. And we'll come for our service. We'll come for our, our, our service from 8, 8 a.m. And by 1.30, we shall begin with our memorial and Thanksgiving service. So let us invite others to be a part of this memorial service. We shall have guests, invited guests, and important people who are going to join us for the memorial service. Hallelujah. Amen. And also to remind you that April 9th, which is a Saturday, we shall have a health talk. And as we go along, we shall disseminate the information and the topic that will be discussed and the resource persons who are going to join us on the Saturday, which is 9th April. So let's kindly take note that 9th April, we shall have our health talk. But this coming Sunday is a memorial and a Thanksgiving service for the late father of our senior pastor. Amen. So God richly bless each and everyone for being a part of this wonderful session. And I trust that we have been blessed through the teaching of God's word. God richly bless you. And by 11 p.m., we shall come back and enjoy in prayer. Go back and revise the things you have, you have noted down and you will be blessed. Don't forget, it is our year that we are developing a knowledge-based relationship with God. We thank God so much for this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall we share the grace before we go? Shall we share the grace together before we go? May the grace of our Thank you for staying tuned into today's podcast. We hope you were blessed with today's message. You can fellowship with us, Tabernacle of Hope International, Toi at Lashibi Celebrity Heights, behind MF's estates. For prayer, counseling, or further inquiries on this ministration, contact us on 0204-448800 or 0556-275240. Worship with us on Sundays from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Wednesdays and Fridays, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Stay blessed and stay in the atmosphere of the word. One Tohi, one happy family.